our truest life is when we are in dreams awake. So said Henry Thoreau. Dreams are the playground of the mind and the horizon of our imagination. For thousands of years, our fears and desires have danced a mysterious tango against this nocturnal backdrop. But why do they? And what are they? And how can we? But where? Generations of thinkers have struggled with these questions, and none have found the answer. Until now. Welcome to the Fantascope Variety Hour, sponsored by the Fantascope, a product of New Horizons Incorporated. Welcome to the Fantascope Variety Hour on Sin. I'm Dr. Brant Goodwell. And I'm Dr. Wayne Fogstone. Each week on our program, we tell you about the wonderful new device from New Horizons Incorporated called the Fantascope. It's terrific, isn't it? Using cutting-edge technology, the Fantascope records the sleeping user's dreams for later playback and analysis. Our dream doctors listen back to your fantasies and diagnose all of your deepest issues. It's the biggest development in therapeutic medicine since Freud's MILF theory. And the best part is that New Horizons have developed solutions for every step of the way. Once diagnosed with your crippling mental illness, our doctors have an arsenal of patented medication ready to jumpstart your recovery. We've told you about Insomnibax and Proloft, but this week we've got some terrific new additions to the New Horizons Pharmacy. Plus, we're going to take some calls from the general public. We know you've got questions and we can't wait to answer them. It's going to be a great show, Fogstone. Now remember, you can always text the studio on 0427-767-767. You can email me at brantgoodwell at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, newhorizons underscore inc. Now, Foxstone, I think it's time for some live dreams. Sounds like a plan, Dr. Goodwell. I'll fire up the device. This is the Fantascope Variety Hour on Sin. Welcome, everybody, to the Movember Foundation annual meeting. Thank you all for coming, and happy Movember. Happy Happy Movember. First, let me touch on the good news. Donations are up for the year, and brand awareness is higher than it's ever been. We're kicking cancer's ass, and I'm very happy about that. Now, now I think it's time for me to address the elephant in the room. I look around this table, and all I see are smiling, moustached faces all year round. You know, when I started this little outfit in my garage ten years ago... The mo was dead, a relic from decades past. The very act of growing a mo marked oneself as a deranged person, or possibly a hysterical sex criminal. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah, definitely yeah, see true. that. Yeah. These days, you can find a mo in all sorts of places: politicians, sportsmen, TV personalities. It's time to face facts, team. The mo has gone mainstream. No, what? it can't. Oh, this is what we worried about. Yes, the mo is on the verge of becoming completely unremarkable, and consequently, we are on the verge of losing our status as a market leader. Uh, Mr. Thompson, what do you propose we do? Thanks for asking, Fred. I have a plan, but I'm going to need all of you to trust me. See, these days it's almost quirky and weird to not have a mo. A clean-shaven man has become an unknown quantity who raises more questions than he answers. Who is he? Why has he forsaken his facial hair? Does he suffer from genetic defect or perhaps some psychotic malady? You're absolutely right. I plan to tap into this market. Tomorrow we launch a brand new campaign across all channels, celebrating the No Mo look. I present to you, November. <gasps> Thank you. Taking place between the original dates of Movember 
November is a brand new awareness campaign revolving around one core premise. No more mo. Or no mo mo. Brilliant, Fred. We'll use that in the posters. So that's it, folks. We've got our work cut out for us over the next week. Any questions? Yes, Gary. It's just that won't this cause some confusion? I'm not following. Confusion for whom? Uh, well, people who are already f- familiar with the month. But that's the brilliance, Gary. Instead of Movember, it's November. It's a play on words. Uh, no, that's that's not what I meant. There already is a month called November. Yeah, Gary. I know what November is. I kind of started a charity around it. It's just it's just that, sir. I, I don't I don't think you do know. Know what? Well, well let me spell it out to you, uh, Mr. Thompson. Uh, so August, September, October, November. Yes. What's your point? Okay, how about 30 days, half September, April, June, and... Movember. Are all the answers to these riddles going to be Movember? Because, frankly, I can see myself getting pretty tired of this. Uh, Mr. Thompson, there already is a November. Damn. You mean another charity's beaten us to it? No, the, the Gregorian calendar beat us to it. I'm not familiar with their work. Are they a non-profit? It's been around for about 500 years. Hmm. We've got time on their side. Well, we can just pretend we didn't know, or we could chuck an apostrophe in there to get past the trademark. I don't see any issues. Any further questions? Yeah, I think this is a bad idea. Anyone? Good. Meeting adjourned. Let's hit the ground running with this, people. This is the first November ever, so we'd better make it special. So she said, that's not my purse. And he said, I'm not a pet salesman. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. If if I might just have everyone's attention for a moment. Uh, Thank you all so much for coming. Everyone's so busy, it's just a miracle we got you all in the same room at the same time. <laughs> now, um, Anne and I must admit, we did have an ulterior motive for organising this dinner. We have a very special announcement to make. Uh, honey? Oh, my gosh. Um, everyone, I'm delighted to say that Joe and I are expecting our first child. Oh, oh, congratulations. Lovely. What are you talking about? Scott, for once, don't make this about you. But I'm your first child. We meant first real child. Are you planning on moving? I mean, that flat's going to be a tight squeeze for the three of you. There'll be four of us. We'll be converting the spare room into a nursery, at least for the first little while. That's not a spare room. I live in that room. Oh, have you thought of any names? Well, if it's a boy, I've always liked the name Scott. But we'll wait and see. Are you serious? I'm Scott. You have a son called Scott. Scott would be a lovely name for a boy. It is a lovely name for a boy. You both seem really relaxed and calm about this. I'm so happy for you. Oh, trust me, it's an act. (laughs) (laughs) Look, of course there's nerves about being parents for the first time, but I'm sure it's nothing we can't handle. I'm 20. You've been parents for 20 years. Well, technically, but that doesn't really count, does it? I can understand that you're a bit jealous that we're going to have an actual child around. I'm not jealous. I just want you to acknowledge that I exist. Now, don't be unreasonable, Scott. When are you expecting? May next year. The doctor says around the 14th. Oh, what? That's my birthday! And you'll never let us forget it, will you? Did you plan this? Well, considering how badly things went last time, when we didn't plan it... Oh, that's it. I'm out of here. Who was that strange fellow? I know, right? We did get a pretty good settlement from the birth control company, though, so it's all right. Welcome back to the Fantascope Variety Hour on Sin, the only program in the entire world to feature real-life dreams, courtesy of the good folks over at New Horizons Incorporated. 
They truly are the greatest innovators of our time, aren't they, Dr Fogstone? You're absolutely right, Dr Goodwell. I just feel privileged and honoured to be their chosen representative. This hour we spend telling you, the listener, about the wonderful properties of the Fantascope. Well, it really is the highlight of my week. And mine too. Now we're taking a quick break from the dreams to let you know about a revolutionary new drug from the New Horizons Pharmacy. <laughs> they just keep coming, don't they? <laughs> I'm proud to introduce Vegicide, the answer to every parent's fantasy. Well, how does it work, Goodwill? Now, as parents, we all know how hard it can be to keep close watch on your seed 24-7. Mm-hmm. And we know how these days young children are afflicted with all kinds of psychic trauma, which of course can all be traced to improper dreaming. I'm talking ODD, ADD, ADHD. It can all add up to a serious case of SAD, DAD. That's clever. For the most psychotically deranged children, we recommend one simple dose of Vegicide. The child will no longer be an issue. How does it work? Essentially, this drug triggers a mild cytokinetic storm in the brain, which begins a shutdown of higher functions. Paralysis and amnesia will set in immediately. So the lights are on, but there's nobody home. Precisely. And how long does it last? This is the beautiful part, Fogstone. It lasts forever. Once the parent's ready to attend to the child, their important business meeting finished, they can administer a basic nasal spray called Reviver Boy, sold separately. This should bring the child around. That sounds like a masterpiece, Goodwill. Are there any side effects? Nothing too major. Cold sweats, eyes rolling back, tremors. In clinical testing, there were a few reports of rats eating their young, but they've told me it's nothing to worry about. Well, is it market ready? It sure is, Foxstone. Contact your local Dream Doctor or text in on 0427 767 767 for further details. Let's get back to some dreams, shall we? You're listening to the Fantascope Variety Hour on Sin. I'm Jimmy Download. And I'm Bobby Upload. Welcome back to another episode of the Tech Money Podcast. Not to be confused with Tech Monkey. (laughs) You get me every time, Bobby. You're killing me. All right, I can't help myself, man. Now, Jimmy, what are we talking about this week, man? As you know, mate, every week on this show, we take a look at some of the crazy shit going on in the tech world. Dude, it is so f***ing crazy. Yeah, man, yeah. Look, this week, we're taking a look at Bitcoin, the digital currency that some say will revolutionise the global financial system. Far out, dude. Time for some full disclosure. I'm so damn impressed with Bitcoin that this very afternoon, I purchased one million of these little suckers. (laughs) Holy smokes, Jimbo. How much did that set you back? Well, in real world dollars, my man, it cost me a cool 30 G's. <laughs> that ain't pocket money. No, it ain't, my man. It's my rainy day fund. But Jimmy, this ain't no rainy day, baby. Yeah, I know, but you know what they say. You can't spell investment opportunity without invest. <laughs> hey, you're right. Let's jump online and check the markets. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than this. Right on, dude. And, oh, man. Dude. Bro. This ain't good. What's the problem, bro, him? Bitcoin's plummeted. I've lost like 50% of my investment, bro. You know what we say on tech money, bro? No risk, no reward. Hang on. Hang on, it's spiking. Whoa, this is crazy. Bitcoin's climbing up again and... Oh, oh my God, it's hit parity with the US dollar. Oh, it's climbing even further. My million Bitcoins are now worth... Oh, my God! $50 million! Oh, dude! Dude, this is a tech money first. One of us has actually made some money. Bro, I'm speechless. Bro, I am speechless. me! Bobby? Bobby? Listen to me, man. I want you to know that I've enjoyed every second of this podcast. Oh, look, me too, dude. Me too. It's been such a ride, bro. Such a ride. Every early morning start, every miserable review, every sexual harassment lawsuit, we've been there for each other. And I want you to know... Jimmy, you don't need to say it, man. I f***ing hate you. What? I'm rich now, so I don't give a f***. F*** 
you, fuck your haircut, fuck your aviators. I don't, fuck your three quarter pants. Jimmy, d dude, I think this is going to your head. I, I don't know if this is really you talking or if you're in shock, but this is, this is not the Jimmy download I hey, know. Hey babe, yep, yeah it's me, fuck you, you're done. Uh, Jim, what's that red line on the yep. screen? Don't interrupt me, it's, it's the market. What the hell is happening? Looks like Bitcoin is falling again, bro. Oh no, not again. You can't. Bro, it's dropping can't so fast, bro. This can't be 10 happening. Mil. I'm offloading as One fast mil. as I can. Oh, bro, we're on. Oh, you're babe, on 500k, babe, bro. Babe, it's me. I'm sorry. Take me back, please. Oh, no, I'm, no. I'm your main bro, babe. Bro, hold it. It's, it's climbing Sell back God up. Damn it. It's climbing back up, bro. Oh, oh f Look, don't do it, man. Don't do it, man. Cut your losses. You're still four mil ahead. Yeah, is this the bank? I need to borrow against the house. All of it. Just do it. Come oh, on, baby. What have you done, bro? I'm all in. Everything's riding on Bitcoin now. If this fails, I'll be out on the street by the end of the month. It's climbing. Oh my God. I'm richer than I was before. J Jimmy. I'm f***ing Johnny Depp rich. J I can buy and sell people. Jimmy, you just I you can just purchase wanna... human beings for the express purpose of hunting them for sport. Jimmy, you please got to relax, mate. It's, it's... I'm okay. mother Warren Buffett. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. eat my balls, Bobby. I'll bro. give you $400 million to eat my balls and you will because you have no bro. choice. Bro, Jimmy, Jimmy. Baby? Yeah, it's me again. Yeah, what I said before was a joke. The bit about wanting you back. Yeah, you're dumped. Bro, Bye. bro, J Jimmy, look. I'm just gonna buy look, an bro. island. I'm bro. gonna buy 10 islands and I'm gonna nuke Jimmy, nine of them. Jimmy, please look at the screen, yeah, bro. what? What the shit does that mean? Bitcoin exchange has been hacked. Old school, dude. Great train robbery vibes up in this bitch. Someone stole my money? This has got to be a tech money first. We've never lost a billion dollars before, bro. <laughs> what have I done? My mortgage. I'm going to lose the house. Sounds like you need a rainy day fund, bro. I'm going to go to sleep for a few days. James? James, is that you? Oh, uh... Auntie Jess? Oh, it's so good to see you, James. You look really different. Is your hair... I went to the most fantastic salon where they gave me a new do using this incredible machine. Sort of a handheld hot air cannon. Oh, uh, right. Um... Now, what have you been getting up to, my boy? Oh, not much. You know, I drove up to the beach the other day. Uh... In one of those wheeled metal boxes I keep seeing about? What? Well, I went to the most marvellous dinner party the other night. It was at the Jorgensen's. Do you recall the Jorgensen's? No, um... Anyway, the place was simply decadent. They had the most luxurious covering on their floors. Like a tiny forest made of millions of hairs. A carpet? And the spread on the table was so exciting. Every guest was given a pair of implements to handle their dinner with. A knife and fork. A knife and hawk. My word, what a strange term. I would have called them forged steel food tools. Well, that's a really weird way of... Um, but, oh, what a dinner it was. We had roasted land bird prepared in the firebox. Do you mean like a roast chicken or...? And to drink a very rare bottle of 50-year-old spoiled grape sweat. Okay, you're using all the wrong words for... Um, all now, the... I knew the Jorgensons were wealthy, but when I went to the bathroom, I did not expect to see a personal porcelain waste bucket. Okay, Auntie, this is really weirding me out now. Weird? Why, I couldn't think of a more luxurious way to vomit out of my bottom mouth. Ugh! Are you... are you feeling alright? Never better. Although, I did have a bit of an incident this morning when I put my food sword into the bread crisper. You put the knife into the toaster. The what now? Auntie Jess, have you electrocuted yourself? Again? Electro who, Ted, my what? Okay, Auntie, come with me. We're just going to take you to the hospital. The sick barn, auntie. We're going to take you to the sick barn. Jolly good. 
Would it be faster if we hailed one of these rolling yellow seat boxes? Yes, Auntie, we'll, we'll take a cab. Welcome back to the Fantascope Variety Hour on Sin. I'm Dr Wayne Fogstone. And I'm Dr Brant Goodwell. This has been one of the best shows ever, hasn't it, Doctor? I'm inclined to agree with you there, Goodwell. It's time for another first. We're going to take calls from the general public. We've had an absolute flood of demand, so unfortunately the lines are now closed. But we've got some callers waiting very patiently. Hello, Tim from Broadmeadows. Tom. Uh, sorry about that. What's your question, caller? I think I can feel this one, Goodwell. Now, Tom, let me answer your question with a question of my own. Can you put a price on true happiness? I don't know. I guess not. Wrong. We did, and the price is 1500 plus delivery. That's not bad. Uh, plus service charge, uh, installation levy, uh, brain line rental, viscous fluid supplement fee, and handling cost. Okay. Oh, and our money guarantee. You mean a money back guarantee? No, it's, it's actually an extra payment you make to ensure that New Horizons gets more money. Okay. And remember, Tom, before you order, you will need to fill out a constitutional rights waiver which completely indemnifies us against all damage, both real and metaphysical, to your mind, body and soul. Sound okay, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Fantastic. A lifetime of true happiness is just around the corner. Our producer will take your details. Let's go to the next caller. We've got Lorraine from Geelong on the line. How are you, Lorraine? Sounds pretty horrific, Lorraine. Do you think I'm crazy? Well, that's not for us to decide. You'll need to start a course of Fantascope therapy, probably combined with some of the wonder drugs we've been telling you about. Stay on the line and we'll connect you with our producers. Crazy. Total nut job. Next caller, we have Spiros. How are you today, mate? Great, thanks, Dr. Goodwill. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, that's nice of you to say. Just have one question for you. Ask us anything, Spiros. I want you to bring back my wife. Wife? Did he say wife? Spiros, please, let's just calm down. Then your sick doctors put her on some pills and now she can't even see straight. You've turned her into a dope fiend. Spiros, perhaps it's a dose issue. You should uh, take her back to the dream doctors and see if... <laughs> take her back? No way. I'm not letting you get your twisted hands on her. There can often be negative side effects. <laughs> These aren't even side effects. She's a bloody zombie. I want justice. I want justice for my wife. We'll just have to leave it right there. Uh, we'll have our people contact Spiros once he's calmed down. Yeah, we'll definitely look after him. Thanks to all those who called. We'll definitely open up the lines again next week. And you can still text in on 0427 767 767. We hope you enjoy these dreams. This is the Fantascope Variety Hour on Sin. Alright guys, now I was really happy with your work in that last trust exercise. I really think we're making some progress here. Are you all feeling ready for the next session? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Now we all know, school can be a difficult place. And there's one thing that can make it even harder. Sex! No, no, not, not sex, bullying. Now I want to ask everyone in this room, at some point in your life, whether it was ten years ago or yesterday, have you been a victim of bullying? Yeah. yeah. See, it's surprisingly and sadly common, especially in school groups. 
But here's something else I want you guys to think about. At some point in your life, have you been a bully? Now that's a bit harder to talk about. But at some point, all of us have done or said something mean or hurtful to someone. I have, and you all have. And while it might be common, that doesn't make it okay. So what I want to do in this session is to make amends. Talk about our behaviour, honestly and openly. And apologise for the things we might have done to hurt each other. That way we can get a clean slate. Now, is there anyone in the group who has been the victim of bullying? The butt of jokes in the playground? Tim. Tim. What? <laughs> Pull the other one, fellas. Tim, do you experience bullying from your classmates? Yeah, he does. All the time. Come on, guys, knock it off. Tim, if you've been bullied... I haven't been bullied, they're just mucking around. So if you haven't experienced any mean or hurtful behaviour from your classmates recently? No way. They're my friends, they wouldn't do that. Everyone hates him. Nobody wants to hang out with him because he's a loser. Tim, this sounds like a classic bullying situation. That's not true, I've got heaps of mates. And what do you do with your mates at lunchtime? Heaps of stuff. I play basketball. We always make you the referee. Yeah, because everyone trusts me. We're doing that so you don't get to play, because we hate playing with you. But people love the umpire. People actually do not love the umpire, Tim. Well, we do other stuff too, like um, hide-and-seek, and I'm the playground champion of hide-and-seek. Yeah, because we tell you to go and hide, then we go do other stuff. Why do you think nobody ever comes looking for you? That sounds like classic bullying, Tim. Well, I also play Chasey. We're not playing Chasey. We just run away when you come near us because we hate you. Tim, do you ever get called any hurtful names? Well, I've got a few nicknames. What sort of nicknames? Um, well, one's Piggy. And is that because you look and act like a pig? I look and act like a pig? To be fair, it's Piggy like Piggy Bank. Yeah, because my mates know I could always lend them a few bucks for lunch or something. Right, and do they ever pay you back? No. No. Well, not yet. So they're literally taking your lunch money. That is textbook bullying. Yeah, he's basically a textbook loser. No way. Just look at him. I must say, Tim, you do look like the class loser. What? I mean, I've only been here today for this anti-bullying session, and straight away when I walked in the room and saw you, I thought, that guy's a loser. I don't look like a loser. Everyone says I look like a tool. (laughs) We told him tool means the same as cool. Tool doesn't mean the same as cool. Right, that's actually quite a good one. Well, Tim, it it really seems to me like you're the loser of this class. I'm not a loser. Uh, That's denial, Tim, and and that's not going to help anyone here. You need to accept that you're the loser, Tim. But I... I... Uh, Everyone, to help Tim come to terms with being a loser, we need to affirm his status as the loser. Now repeat after me. You're a loser. You're a loser. You're a loser. You're a loser. Stop it. You're a loser. You're a loser. You're a loser. Everyone hates me. Okay, everyone, great, fantastic. Now that he's crying, we can make some progress. Everyone, apologise to Tim for bullying him. Sorry. Sorry, piggy. Yeah, that that is some that is some good bullying, guys. Hey, it's a me, Pika Luigi from Pika Luigi's Pizza. We make all the good pizza. It's a margarita, it's a wine, it's a capracciosa, eh? Fresh, delicious pizza, and a no nasty surprises. It's a big wood fire oven pizza, you like? We make all the dough ourselves to keep it in a safe and clean conditions. No worries for you, eh? You got a bigger family? Get a bigger family deal, eh? 
two of fresh pizzas, safer to eat, plus a totally clean, totally edible garlic bread. Just a 20 bucks delivery. We promise you not have to make a complaint about a pizza, eh? And uh, just to confirm, no maggots in our pizza, it's uh, just a rumor. Please, uh, stop telling lies about my business and come and buy my pizza. We've also got a gourmet pizza. You like a fancy cheese? How about the aubergine? And just because one of our pizzas had live insects in it, doesn't mean it'll happen again. We make a one mistake. Give us a break, eh? It's a family business. If I no sell pizzas, my kids will starve. A big Luigi's pizza. Definitely no more maggots, eh? And uh, try the spaghetti. Welcome back to the Fantascope Variety Hour on Sin. I'm Dr. Brant Goodwell. Wasn't that a terrific show, Fogstone? We're delving even deeper into the human condition. Now, before we go, we have a slightly embarrassing bit of business to cover. Yes, yes, the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. This is an urgent recall notice for all vegicide branded products, including the Reviver Boy nasal spray. It turns out we're legally prohibited from selling you these drugs, as apparently violent cannibalism was not on the list of pre-approved side effects. And if you've been using vegicide on your children, please be on the alert for any signs of cannibalism. If you fear your child has overdosed on vegicide, please do not panic. Close all the doors and windows and pray to your god and or gods. That's about it from us. How can listeners get in touch to find out more about the Fantascope? Well, they can always email me directly, brandgoodwell at gmail.com, or you could follow our parent company on Twitter, at newhorizons underscore inc. We'll be back next Friday at 9pm. Until next time, happy dreaming.